Welcome to Open and Awake, Episode 2. Today we're going to be talking about mindset. Before we start, though, I thought I'd just check in. How's your week going? You know, right now on my, in my house, I have a TV station that you can actually pull up four news channels at the same time. You can click through each one so you never miss any of the news on any of the channels. It can be a little bit overwhelming. Was your week a little overwhelming? Partly then I start thinking about how you feel. I mean, how, how are you feeling right now? And I think about the fact that this week we've started to hear a little bit about light at the end of the tunnel, that there are some things that are starting to open up, which is great and relieving. On the other side, I know that there's still a lot of pain and unknowns and people that are still physically hurt. I think about the metaphor of the glass, the glass half empty or is your glass half full? I love that metaphor and I love the question because either way you look at it, the glass is exactly the same. It's only our perspective, and that perspective can change the way we see something and any situation. So when we talk about mindset, and we're going to talk a lot about mindset on this podcast, there are so many ways to look at mindset, and the work with this topic is so important to be able to live the life that we want and to accomplish the world-changing work that we all aspire to do. We want to leave a dent in the universe. Today, we're going to start around choosing your mindset. We'll be using the amazing work of Dr. Carol Dweck, whose groundbreaking research on mindset has become the gold standard. If you're as inspired by today's podcast as I hope you are, I'll tell you, go pick up her book. It's called Mindset. It is worth the read. So if we think about today, then we're going to be talking about three different things. The first one is, is we're talk about making up your mind. Then we're going to walk into practicing that mindset. And then finally, trying something audacious. Wait for that one. It'll be great. Let's begin then by level setting what mindset is. Simply put, your mindset is your beliefs about yourself. When we think about mindset then, I think about this quote by Henry Ford. At least he was credited saying, either you believe you can or you believe you can't. Either way, you're right. And that's the power of mindset. What we set our mind to and what we set our mind to believing is the power of our lives. When I was young, we had a family friend and they had a son a little younger than me, but about my age. And I heard the parents were kind of chuckling about something. And the parents were telling my my parents about the fact that their son couldn't say the word watermelon when in fact he actually could. Well, I was intrigued by that. So I went over to this kid and I said, hey, say watermelon. And he responded, I can't say that word. And I said back to him, what word can't you say? And he looked at me and he said, I can't say watermelon. I mean, that's hilarious, right? As funny as that is, though, it makes the point that beliefs or the mindset you adopt for yourself profoundly affects the way that you live your life. It can determine whether you become the person you want to be and whether you accomplish the things that you value. Often, like that little boy, we can actually say watermelon. We can accomplish the very things we believe or say we can't. When we turn our mind to a list of beliefs about ourselves, we repeat that list through our inner voices and by decisions that we make every day, we set our path and everything we do is a reflection of that set of beliefs. I have two adult children, and as they were growing up, if you ask them now what phrase I encourage them with the most, one of those answers would certainly be software drives hardware, meaning how we think is how we act and live. 
I use software drives hardware with them the most when they were challenged by a setback or when they questioned their ability to take on a task. Checking the thinking first, encouraging them to be open and awake before solving the problem laid the groundwork for not just fixing the immediate issue, it also helped them to retool the mindset that may have limited their potential in the first place. Software drives hardware. This brings me to the research mentioned earlier by Dr. Carol Dweck. Studied, as she studied mindset, she found out that there are really two big types of mindsets. Fixed mindset, which is a belief that skills, intellect, and talents are set and unchangeable. You have what you have, so you better show what you have, or people will question what you have. Get it? The other one, then, is the growth mindset, which is the belief that skills, intellect, and talents you have can be developed through practice and perseverance. Showing what I can do today does not indicate my potential tomorrow. Now I'm going to give you a list comparing fixed and growth mindset reactions. Keep a tally of what your head and heart resonate with the most, what makes the most sense to you, and what feels the best. Got it? So fixed mindset versus growth mindset. The first topic is on desire. With a fixed mindset, it says, I need to look smart in every situation, prove myself over and over and never fail. With a growth mindset, I like to stretch myself, take risks and learn, bring on the challenges. When you evaluate situations, a fixed mindset will say, will I succeed or fail? That's really important, I need to know. Will I look dumb or smart? I have an all or nothing mentality. On the other hand, the growth mindset will say, will this allow me to grow? Will this help me overcome some things that I struggle with? When it comes to challenges, a fixed mindset says, I'm a failure if I fail. I'm an idiot if I don't know. I have failed. I don't like it at all. Where a growth mindset will say, I failed, but I'll try harder next time. When it comes to effort, the fixed mindset will say, why bother? If I can't do it easily, I'll avoid the task because I want to always look smart. The growth mindset says, when challenged, I'll persist. When facing setbacks, I will increase my effort. When it comes to criticism, Fix says, I ignore constructive criticism because it confronts my need to always succeed. Where when we think about a growth mindset, you probably are getting it already. They say feedback is a gift. I learn from criticism. I figure out how I can improve. And then finally, success of others. When I look and see other people's success, especially when they're succeeding in areas that I want to be great at, a fixed mindset finally says, I feel threatened by other success. If you succeed, I fail. Whereas the growth mindset says, I find lessons and inspiration in other people's success. What mindset felt right to you? I'm guessing almost all of you chose the growth mindset. It is how we want the world and our inner world to be. Open to learn, looking at life as a place to grow, improve, and accomplish great things. Yet, if we were honest, we often default to a fixed mindset, partly because the world around us is results-driven. Work leaders, athletic teams, parents, teachers, they often focus on results only, the grade and the outcome. We feel like we're in a fixed system and therefore the system default is to judge our outcomes only. So we flee from failure or try to pass the blame because nothing good comes from using failure as a learning tool. 
We are only as good as our last victory. That's hard to overcome. It's only natural to flip back and forth from a growth mindset to a fixed mindset. We probably all do it, even people that are really practiced in growth mindsets. Yet knowing that there is an option that you can choose a growth mindset, that can be relieving. And practicing the mindset builds the growth mindset muscle. Oh, all right. So let me stop here for just a second. What does your inner voice sound like right now? Do you have self-defeating behaviors? Do you even have self-defeating talk inside your mind right now that's saying, yeah, that sounds good, but you don't understand my world? Well, the reality of it is, is I may not understand everything about your world, but what I do know is based on the research, we all have control of our mindset. So what's stopping you short of your success? I'll tell you this, in my experience, I find that most people are just too hard on themselves. Growth mindsets give you permission to believe in yourself instead. How does that feel? Here's why the invitation into the growth mindset is so important. You deserve it. To engage in a mindset that allows you to experiment, grow, and improve, to give yourself permission to get better, to tune your mind to believe that you can for the rest of your life, that is the marvelous invitation of a growth mindset. So let's think about how we practice and build a growth mindset. Here's some thoughts for you, and you might want to even jot some of these down if they really hit you in the place that speaks to you today. The first one, think about this. We're going to start replacing the word failing with the word learning. There is no failure. We only learn. So keep the outcome in mind. Keep working toward the goal, whether it's at work or at school or in a relationship. But we're learning. It's a not yet, not a failure. Second thing you can think about is just become curious and committed to growth. So instead of always being in a position where you say, I have to know, you can say, hey, I'm really curious about that. I don't know about that. Can you explain that to me? It is amazing what we can learn when we have a growth mindset and who we can learn from. A third opportunity and a way to think is just cultivating your sense of purpose. The whole adage of do what you love and love what you do I really am a proponent of that. Have purpose under your profession. When you do, you'll have an energy and a real excitement about learning. Another one would be value the process more. The result is important. Don't get me wrong. We all have to hit results. Growth mindset is not giving you an excuse to not get to the result. Yet the growth mindset actually values the process getting to the result more because we learn and we get better even the next time. I love this one. Be tenacious. Growth mindset takes work. You need to move and grow and weather setbacks and obstacles. You just have to be tenacious. It kind of follows up with this next one. Get back up one more time, then you get knocked down. Be inspired by others that do what you love. Envy, resenting people's success means you're in a fixed mindset. But if you're inspired, it means that you are ready to grow and learn from other people's success. And finally, stop seeking approval of others. Just work on self-acceptance. Self-acceptance is one of the best gifts that we can give ourselves. Using this current global interruption, and it's a big one, which has interrupted our normal, and even us from our normal thinking, can be a critical way to use a negative experience and turn it into something beneficial maybe even positive.
So using bad for good, that's a growth mindset. You might still feel sad at times. You might feel under the weather or overwhelmed. That doesn't mean that you can't have a growth mindset going on. Move from fixed to growth. Why? Because right now you need to push yourself. Dr. Dweck says this, the passion for stretching yourself and sticking to it, even or especially when it's not going well, is the hallmark of the growth mindset. This is the mindset that allows people to thrive during some of the most challenging times in their lives. Here we are. We're there. Let's strive. And then finally, I want to just challenge you to do something audacious. As the Chief Learning Officer at Lifetime, I have the rare opportunity to work with thousands of team members to stretch and set audacious goals. So let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. We have team members that want to grow their career at Lifetime, and they want to move into different jobs. And at Lifetime, we have lots of different jobs that people can go, go to. One, though, that I specifically remember, I was working with a child center frontline team member that worked in our child care. And this young man was really physically fit, very passionate about health and wellness. And I asked him, I said, hey, what's your deal? Why are you working in, in kids? This is great. But it would seem to me that you should be a personal trainer. And he looked at me. He's like, well, actually, I have a dream of being a personal trainer. I've actually talked to personal trainers up on the workout floor and talked about what it takes to become a personal trainer. I said, well, what's stopping you? He goes, I just don't know if I can do it. I, but I said, do you love fitness? He goes, I love fitness. I said, do you love working out? Yep. Do you like people? Yeah, I love people. I said, well, it seems like the only thing that might get in your way is investing in your certification and education. What's getting in your way? Well, I've looked at all the certifications. I said, okay, then what are you waiting for? He's like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And he did. He invested in his own certification. He did the intern hours. He learned how to sell. He learned how to become a successful PT, got hired at that same club, and became a successful personal trainer because he did something audacious. The last audacious behavior I want to talk about at Lifetime is our fitness professionals, specifically our group fitness professionals. They are such an amazing group of people who are passionate about their craft. What I'm inspired by, though, is this group's constantly pursuing new formats, new ways to teach, moving from a place of comfort, classes they know like the back of their hand, to a place of discomfort. They want to learn, and they'd rather be uncomfortable and learn than be comfortable and not learn. That's audacious. So how do I think about being audacious? My last challenge to you is take action. Effort is the key to growth. No matter your situation right now, are you working from home and it's really hard? That's growth mindset. Are you shelter in place and it's making you go stir crazy? That's an indication that you should pursue growth. Are you teaching your kids virtually at school right now? How hard is that and working? It's an invitation for a growth mindset. The unknown of furlough, furlough is tough. That's an opportunity to engage in a growth mindset. Dreams of your life are on hold, growth. Practicing self-care, that's growth. The growth mindset is freedom. It's opportunity and a foundation to live a vital life. Pursue it and believe. Believe that you can say watermelon. Because if you believe it with practice, you can. Want to know more about mindset and to be motivated every week? Please subscribe to Open and Awake Podcast. I'll be blessed if you did. And remember to reach out anytime. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for joining me. I have a helpful learning tool for you this week again at Lifetime Grid or at jessumquist.com. Be well, and I'll talk to you next time on Open and Awake.